It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the sexiest show on earth. The Coffin Joe cast, featuring your hosts, Killer Wilbur and Joel. Sit back, relax, and don't touch the co host. They might bite. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbur. Now I'm Joel. And our third co host for this week is Cuz Will. G'day, Cuz Will. Hey, Killer, how's it going? All right, mate, how you doing? Doing great. That's good, that's good. All right, before we get into our usual questions, I'd let us let people know we got two emails, and just to get one out of the way quickly, because it was short and sweet, uh, we got one from Nen that just said, g'day, so g'day, Nen, thanks for the email. <laughs> he's, he's trying to learn how to speak Australian like you're trying to learn how to speak American. Yeah, well, still practicing my American, but we'll get to that later in the show, I guess. Oh, it's- Oh, yeah, we got to explain that to Will. Maybe he's got some direction for you. Yep. So, the usual part for this show, Will, is we ask you, how did you get into podcasting, listening, and uh, producing a podcast or doing a podcast? Because I know you do the show. Wait a minute. Didn't you say we had two emails? Yeah, I'm going to. The other one's a bit longer from Tommy the Duck. So, once we get past our first usual segment, not that we really have segments, but a little bit later, I'll read out Tommy's email. It was pretty. Pretty good. I enjoyed it. So we'll get to All Tommy's right. email a little later. I just want to get Nen's out of the way because it was quick and easy. G'day. Kind of like Nen. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the question, Will, is like, how did you start listening to podcasts and then going on to doing a podcast called Max and, G- Max and Jinx Friends for Life, is it? Ever. Max and Jinx Friends Forever. Yeah, forever. All right. I forgot to mention yeah, that I, when uh, I introduced you. I started listening to uh, listening to podcasts, specifically the Mediocre Show. Uh, Eric, who is the uh, one of the hosts of the Mediocre Show, if you don't yep. listen, people know We've, he, uh, he's been mentioned before on the show. Gotcha. He is uh, his best friend is my cousin Matt and Kidney Sparks, uh, right? Who then became a, a, a co-host of that show, and I would see Eric and he would tell me about the show, and I didn't really didn't really listen very early on uh however matt would text me or let me know whenever he would he would do a guest spot before he became a steady co-host and i'd listen to those shows and then i wound up getting into it and then and then matt wound up being the uh the solid co-host for a while and that's what got me into uh got me into podcasts i didn't know anything about them until until then and that was from from listening to matt and eric and uh, I listen to a lot of shows at this point, uh, or I have listened to, and various iterations of shows that some don't exist anymore, and some are just very stupid and specific, but I still enjoy them. But you don't listen to ours. Just smoking with your mate, don't worry. 
He's got a full life of podcasting to listen to. He's already got a full plate. I didn't know you were related to Kitten Sparks. That's I, I learned something new every day. Oh yeah, he uh, our dads are brothers. That's why he's cause Will. Right. Uh oh, it all makes sense now. I really did not know that. It's kind of like, did you know? Speaking of which, did you know, cause Will, that in in Australia their ATMs only start at twenty dollars and they don't have a dollar bill. They've got coins dollar coin and uh, a two dollar coin yeah i knew i knew about the coins i didn't know about the atms yep twenty dollars minimum hmm. so you're screwed I, if I you got 19 about and you get charged two dollars fifty at most atms if it's not your bank's atm so even if you got yeah, 20, that, happens, that happens here as well twenty dollars left in your account and you can't find one of your own bank's atms you're fucking screwed you can't get the 20 bucks out what's uh what's uh, handy about that this is this is just dumb but what's handy about that is my bank will actually refund those charges at the end of the month oh you're lucky we don't get that what sucks where i live there's an atm across the road uh and it's a it's not a bank's atm it's like it just someone owns it you know and they fucking (laughs) just bob's atm yeah well it's it's actually a part of the bottle shop uh liquor store so i'll convert it for american for you the liquor store and uh yeah so for me to get money out when i get paid on a thursday going to work i've got to pay two bucks fifty just to get money out and if i don't get it there i'll get it at the local convenience store at the bus stop where i get off at Parramatta, and still got to pay 250 there you know well here they've adopted a new philosophy they they uh for their what do they call it a convenience fee as it were they've figured that since they're already called atms you actually have to go ask to mouth to get money out yeah, um, well, of the machine. So it's it's my, kind of my only issue with that is I've never been able to find one of their asses on one of those machines. <laughs> and I've well, they don't have them. Yeah, they have them here. They've installed them now. So yeah, I reckon that'd be easier than paying two bucks fifty. <laughs> I don't I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, fucking, I'll save two dollars fifty if I've got to go ask them out. Heads up <laughs> during the week, like you get a you know, go three or four times a week. That's fucking ten bucks you're losing. I don't know. I guess I've drank a Guinness before, so that's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, I've what never. The fuck. Never drunk Guinness. <laughs> it's you, like soy sauce. Ugh. Actually, I like soy you sauce. You are so wrong. Okay. What's your opinion on Guinness? It, it is. It's. It's. I, I. I drank a Guinness once, and I still. I still have residual nightmares about it. It was so awful. They say it's a meal in a glass. It's that thick. It, it basically is, and that's what's amazing about it. Mm. It's the it's the perfect beverage. I don't know. I think Coca Cola is the perfect beverage, but it's even, that's just me. What's What's funny about it is even it's so even though it's so thick and so heavy and 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 flavorful, like it my actually oh, has <laughs> no. Unlike your <laughs> cock, it has it has uh, less calories than a lot like beer. What really? Sure does. Well, wait, what, which light beer are we talking about, though? Because now they've got, like, the ones that are 64 calories and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah not not something like that. I'm pretty sure that's just water, but... <laughs> when you say light beer, does that mean it's light in alcohol or light in calories? Yeah, yes. Because... Uh, both. <laughs> well, here in Australia, we have light beer, and it just means it's low in alcohol. And drinking light beer is... Especially like drinking water, and it's a pain in the ass. You don't get drunk, but you spend more time in the fucking toilet pissing it out. 
to nightmare. <laughs> nightmare piss. Yeah, well, it's a nightmare. Wait, why would you drink light beer? I oh, say so you don't get have uh, alcohol in your blood system so you can drive. So what's the point of drinking beer? Well, they call it non-alcoholic here, but I yeah, guess yeah. the metric. They yeah, call I've it seen light. the Simpsons episode. So what if it, someone wanted to buy a lot non-alcoholic beer? Well, it's never come up. I can't do it in a poo impersonation, but yeah. <laughs> you can't do that either? No, I probably could, but I haven't practiced that one yet. Thank you. Come again. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you do accents. It makes me giggle. Uh, I, I don't do know a really I, good accent. It's called an Australian accent. So You do? It's very, it's very good. Um, I'm I a had dirty, a, dirty boy. What did I have? Dirty. Yes, you are. I had a, a Bud Light Lime. And we were at a bowling alley, and I, I oh, had a beer. <laughs> and uh, it was light, and it was 114 calories, I think. That's so a, a Bud Light Lime is basically like if you take lime Kool-Aid and steep cardboard in it. Yeah. It'll taste like a Bud Light Lime. It's sweet and sugary and just tastes like horrible. From what I know, is American beer sucks. It's not as good as Aussie beer. And don't bring up that F word. I I wasn't going to. Um, <laughs> I had I don't have any experience with Australian beer, so I can't say whether or not that's true. Yeah, well, I've tried a few American beers. I don't know if they've been produced here in Australia to the recipe, or they're actually imported from America. But yet, yeah, I've had Budweiser. I've had. Uh, can't think of another one, but yeah, they. Budweiser is, is pretty fucking horrible. Yeah, well, Budweiser's like Foster's. You know, it's what we think of American beer. When you think of American the... beer, everyone thinks Budweiser here in Australia. So, and you but... probably play premium prices over there because it's an import for you. Yeah, well, I'm not sure because a lot of beers they get produced in the country to their recipes. Like with um, Heineken here in Australia, you buy Heineken. It's been actually made here in Australia. So the the difference is, um, like, the water used, if you know what I mean, where they get the base water and, and stuff like that. But there's a little Heineken keg you can buy here, and that was produced over in... Um, where's Heineken from? <laughs> Sorry. But yeah. Everybody likes a little Heine. Germany, isn't it? Yeah. Is I, it? I thought it was... Uh, uh, oh, uh, no. Dutch. Yeah, isn't it Dutch? Yeah, I think it's Dutch. But when I got the that little mini keg Pennsylvania once, Dutch? What was that? Stop Pennsylvania it. Dutch? Pennsylvania <laughs> Dutch. But when I got the keg <laughs> that actually was imported and made over there, it was a better beer. It tasted so much better. But So, yeah, a lot of beers, they just sell the recipe to brewers and say, this is how you make the beer, but they use local water. And the local yeah. water can change how a beer tastes. Almost... Definitely. There's a uh, Heineken. I I think any time I've ever had Heineken, it tastes like it was just about to skunk. Mm. And I am not a fan of that. Or, or Corona, also really gross. Yeah, we have Corona. However, there's a uh, there's a local beer called Yingling. Yes, I've heard about Yingling. It gets mentioned Which a is, lot on media. Spelled all fucked up. <laughs> But the uh, the great thing about the great Ooh. thing about that is uh, it's fairly inexpensive. You're spending the kind of money you would spend for Budweiser or something like that, but it's actually a decent beer. 
and uh, it's nice because it's kind of a little local pride as well. Yeah, well, all alcohol's deer down here these days. Government puts excise on it, tax. Oh yeah, definitely. And it just keeps raising and raising and raising. So that's why they put it on uh, alcohol content. So you know, per percentage of alcohol, they put the percentage of excise on it. So there was a time, really? yeah, and it's it's like to get a case of, um, well, my old favourite beer, VB. You're paying for um, a pack of twenty-four. You're paying nearly fifty dollars, anywhere between forty and fifty dollars for twenty-four beers. Wow. Yeah, it's it's one of these things that don't because of young stupid people drinking and getting drunk. Oh well, we'll just raise the price and we'll stop young people drinking. Like that happens, you know. So that's why I drink wine these days. I drink box wine. <laughs> the excise on that's cheaper. So. The uh, the classiest of wines. Yeah, oh, it's not too bad. Hey, Australia's got some good wines, and even oh, their yeah. box wine's pretty good. Well, the one I drink is pretty good. So. I uh, I just I've never been a been able to appreciate wine very much. Oh, I didn't like it like, when I was I, younger. I I know what I know what tastes good. Like I mean, I know what I can taste a wine and know that it is good, but it's never warranted me wanting to buy it for myself i'd much much rather just drink a beer yeah i've i've gotten off beer lately even when i have a beer i just feel a bit bloated from it and give me a bourbon or a nice glass of wine but if i had a choice i'd be drinking bourbon all the time but shit buy a bottle of bourbon like buy a bottle of wild turkey that's 55 dollars holy crap yeah. It's imported though, so yeah, right. Again. Exactly. So you're paying the import tax plus the excise here in Australia. Yeah. That's my favorite bourbon. Wait, you have to exercise to drink that in Australia? You have to what? Exercise. It's called excise. Yeah. It's just a fancy word for tax. We have <laughs> excise on cigarettes, sense. on petrol oh sorry, gas. <laughs> um cigarettes, gas. So that's a good and, actually that's a good question then. What? So, so bourbon is your drink of choice. Yes, if I could choose a drink that I would like to drink all the time, it would be bourbon. And if you had to pick one beer, VB, which is Victoria Bitter. And what about you, Cuz? Uh, shit. If I if I had to choose one beverage, one beer and one hard alcohol. I'm sorry. Uh. One beer is, is tricky. My go-to move is normally tricky, tricky. and Jameson. It's tricky to rock around the block. It's tricky, tricky. <laughs> <laughs> you sound just like Reverend Run. Yeah, my, my go-to move, like if I go to go to the bar or whatever, it's it's almost always Jameson, lager, and that's it. Yeah, I've got to try some Jameson. I hear everyone talk about Jameson. It's here. I've seen it around, but no, haven't had it. Is it like $150 a bottle there? <laughs> probably. No, it'd probably that's, be, be at the range of wild turkey. It'd be around the same price as wild turkey. I mean, in the in the States, a bottle of wild turkey is like $17, I think. $20, yeah, maybe? Like yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and with the conversion rate from the Aussie dollar to the American dollar? Actually, it's not too bad. We're back up. I think we're at 94 cents Australian to the American dollar. So we're mm. rising again. 
we'll get to like Canadian. I convert mine, but well, I think it was a year, year two ago. We had a um, dollar four Australian dollars bought you one dollar of American. So it's killing our tourist in, industry because it used to be like seventy cents. You Americans could come down to Australia and get seventy like. Was the Australian dollars worth seventy cents to them? So, but now it's it's gone up. It helps certain people, but then it kills other people. You know what else hurt your tourism industry is Wolf Creek. Um, no, see, I don't no, drink. No, 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 no. I think I'm hurting the tourist industry when I talk about all the animals <laughs> that kill you. I don't know. People are coming there to see you. Uh, I well, don't really drink. Only one person come and saw me twice that you know of. Uh-huh. People hiding outside your window. Well, that's fine. I throw spiders and snakes and. <laughs> um, I I don't really drink very much. That's not like something I d- I've ever really done. But I guess if I had to pick, since we're I brought it up, I should probably answer my own question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I became I I became a big fan of Crown Royal somewhere in my youth, huh. and so that would probably be the the hard choice and for the uh the beer angle hmm. ooh i've always been a fan of mgd but really? that's cuz i'm domesticated yeah so when you drink the heck out of that in chicago when you were young was there something cheap and easy to like cheap to get when you're like oh. yeah she lived down the block yeah what? As in drink wise. That's not true. I mean, as I'm saying this, I just realised you can't buy alcohol till you're 21. It's 18 here in Australia, but there's always when you're 18 and you're just out of school, you're still in like uni, which I wasn't. I left school at 16. I was working, but there was always that cheap alcohol you could buy because you didn't have much money. Oh a, yeah. There's a thing called passion pop here. I'm not. Uh, I think it was like wine infused with passion flavor. I don't know. It was cheap, nasty, but that's what everyone used to get drunk on when you were young. Was there something? MD, MD twenty twenty or Boone's Farm. <laughs> that would be the drinking choice in my was in high school. Mogan oh, David. Dude. Fortified Great. wine. Fortified wine. It's like drinking communion wine. Um, speaking of which, eight. eight 18 was the age to buy liquor there, so that's like, what, 19 and three quarters here? Something like that? What's the conversion okay. rate on that? I don't know. Okay. Um, for for us, it was a, a beer called Lion's Head. It was uh, $11, I think, for a case of bottles, or $12 or something like that. So you're spending under 50 cents a, a bottle of beer. Dang. Yeah, it was just a how did it taste? Shitty Pilsner. <laughs> what tastes like like dog's balls? It, you know what? It it wasn't that bad. Um, comparatively, I don't know. I would take it over like a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah, this Pabst Blue Ribbon I keep hearing about. It's supposed to be a that's a cheap shitty beer, is it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. It's popular now, though, with the the hipster crowd, as it were. Yeah, of course. They drink it with their mustaches, and they they fake glasses. Right, exactly. And they're like, "Ah, ha ha ha! I'm drinking this beer because it's it's ironic. It's ironic, exactly. Fucking 
kill hoops. That's, yeah. Sorry. My dad used to drink that. He used to drink that and um I think about red, white, and blue. I don't know what it was. Yeah. They used but, to, there used to be a beer around here in Australia. It was called K B. And I don't know what K B stand for, but it used to be called Kids Beer. Because most dads had it in their beer fridge and the kids would go steal it and drink it. <laughs> it was pretty terrible. But yeah. It wasn't marketed for children? No, of course not, but KB, it's, I think they brought it back, and it's in certain certain places, hard to find, but yeah, sorry, I've got hiccups and a burp coming, sorry, um, yeah, it, it it was KB, but kids beer, and I remember actually drinking some when my dad had it, you know, we'd sneak and steal a can and, you know, have a sip and pass it on to my mate and have a, you know, we'd just pass it around have a sip. And uh, I was well, when I was a kid, I never really liked beer. Dad used to give me a sip of his beer, and I was like, Ugh. "It wasn't until I got older and realized mm, beer." But um, yeah, this this beer, it was not like a normal beer. It, it was more sweeter and more more to a kid's taste. So I think that's why the the nickname come around KB as kids beer. But, the only beer made by pedophiles, marketed for children. Uh, um, that brings up an interesting question, actually. Then because I know my dad who is a recovering alcoholic, he um, he was never, like, shy if we said, you know, we wanted to try a taste of the whatever he was drinking. It was okay. And that kind of immediately um, curbed my uh, interest in it. So, so as I was growing up, I never really desi- had the desire to go out and try and get beer because I'd been tasting it since I was a kid, so I already knew what it was all about. I think that was a good thing. So I think this drinking age nonsense is probably more harm than good i don't know what you guys think well they're they're talking about raising the age here in australia moving it to 21 because we've had a few issues with youngsters going out the problem is they just go get plastered instead of going out and just having a few drinks you know enjoying themselves they'll just hammer themselves and then go off go off like a frog in a sock well temporarily yeah but eventually it would even itself out as it became less of a it would be demystified after a while yeah, I think. But if they're going to do it in Australia, like if they're going to raise the drinking age, they can't just automatically go right. It's now twenty-one. They'll have to do it incrementally. Like, all right, this year it's nineteen, lowering it twenty, and then make it twenty-one because you can't turn around to someone who just turned eighteen and say, "All right, we've just moved the bar forward." You right, can't just drink. Have, yeah. that would be you know everyone who turned eighteen x year. Yeah. It's 18 that year, then the next year it's 19, then the next yep. year. That makes sense. That yep. makes a lot of sense. It's never going to happen. I, but I think they need to lower it, though, or just get rid of it. Well, it's one of those things. Either freaking, It's like with smoking. They keep raising the price of smokes. I don't know if you smoke cigarettes, Will. Smoker? No? Uh, sometimes. Well, sometimes. All right, don't answer the question. That's fine. I smoke <laughs> <He> cigarettes. <did. laughs> yeah, it was like a politician's answer. <laughs> Sometimes that's, that's accurate. Sometimes I used to smoke only when I drank for a while. Yeah. I know you don't smoke anymore, do you, Joel? No, I quit when I turned thirty. Yeah, so. well, I'm a smoker, but they keep raising the excise as we're talking excise, the tax on it. Pack of smokes down here, like what I buy if I go to a, a place that's cheaper, I can get them for like sixteen dollars for a pack of twenty-five. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and they're going up, and they keep raising the price. And the whole idea is try to price price it so much that people want, don't want to do it. But it's not going to work. 
because if you're addicted to smoking, you're going to smoke. So you're using money that's oh, yeah, not... Definitely. So it's lot, what a lot of people say is, why don't you just freaking make it illegal? Which they couldn't really make it illegal. What they'd have to do is uh, make it like you've got to go see a doctor and get a prescription for them. So it's one of those things, like they've already made it legal. How can they take that away now, you know? Right, right. And th- uh, when you were... Sorry. I was about to say, that brings me to the pot argument. It's like, well, pot's illegal. And you look at Colorado and these other joints that have finally made it legal, not just for a medical certificate, but, you know, for recreational use. Pot's a lot more um, healthy, healthy for your body. I don't know about your mind, but you know what I mean? It's better than alcohol. It's better than smoking cigarettes. Well, the, uh, the the thing with that is I have absolutely zero interest in uh, ever smoking weed again. Yeah, well... How, uh, however, if you want to fucking smoke a joint, you should be able to do it. That's what I reckon. I'm I, not- I, have a, I have a friend who's uh, a really, really close friend of mine whose mom I'm very close to, and she uh, she's very, very sick. She's got uh, bone marrow cancer. Hmm. And uh, the only way that she was able to keep food down while she was going through chemo is by smoking weed. Yep, that's the common. And you, common if you thing. can look up and say, you know, no, that woman should have to starve. You're a fucking monster. You know, you you should. If this is something that isn't hurting anybody else, one, but can actually help some people, that should absolutely be something that can happen. Yeah, that's right, mate. I have two thoughts on this, and uh, right up front, I'm a staunch supporter of legalization. Um, Number one, when my brother, who is, well, was 19, uh, going on 20 at the time, had cancer of his thyroid, he was being treated, and they were giving him pain meds out the wazoo, but they were making him extremely sick, and he was already having a hard enough time, because he was, you know, going through um, therapy for it, and... You know, he lives in Colorado, so it's legal there for uh, medicinal purposes back then. This was several years ago. Um, and he was able to get through, and now he's in remission, and, and it's all because he had an alternative. He had marijuana versus pain meds. And he just ref- he got to the point where he was refusing take- to take the pain meds because they were making him so sick. So he was just dealing with the pain outright um, until they gave him that prescription. And so I... Again, I'm a staunch believer that it's a good thing. Now that it's legal for recreational purposes, it's it's become a boon for other industries. Because look at the Girl Scouts there. I mean, they would set up shop in front of the <laughs> the dispensaries, and cookie, they would be killing. So you want a cookie? Exactly. <laughs> it, it it helps all the areas of it's it's you know commercially viable for other people to make money off of it too. And so the government too. The government's making so much money off the tax bit like what yeah. I'm talking about, the excise on the cigarettes and the, the beer and the alcohol down here. It's like, this government down here should realise, well, shit, if we legalise pot and we set up pot shops and put a freaking excise like we do on cigarettes and alcohol, which is a huge amount of tax being paid, you know, compared to the price of the stuff, shit, the government can fucking get themselves out of freaking debt. Well, we're not really in debt as bad as she is over there, but you know what I mean? Government can make so much money. 
the worry is, oh, kids are going to do it. Well, kids are doing alcohol anyway. You have the old system where it's 18 plus. Yeah, there's going to be a little few people slip through the cracks where they can sneak it, you know, get a fake ID or whatever you you know. But for the most part, they're going to make a lot of money. People on pot don't go out and punch people in the head and kill people, which we've had an issue down here. We, they've brought a law in here, New South Wales, the one-punch rule, because we've had people going out and punching people. And, <laughs> no, seriously, and knocking them I'm out, sorry. and, they, and they, they, hit, they hit the head on the ground and die. I'm sorry, it's just a funny... funny. <laughs> just going out punch people in the head just randomly. No, sorry, well, they do, because they go out true. drinking to like 5 in the morning. You know, they've been drinking all night. They come out of the nightclubs or clubs or pubs or whatever, and then someone just brushes past them, then what's your fucking problem? And then turn around and just, without warning, king, well, used to be called a king hit. What are they calling it now? They've fucking dumbed down the name of it. Um, uh, I can't remember, but yeah. They just punch him once, like a big king hit to the head. The guy just drops to the ground, smacks his head on the ground, and he's dead. So they've had to bring a rule in that... They've even upped the um, penalty for it for a one-punch hit. Instead of just making it like, well, you killed someone, you should be going to jail for 15, 20 years anyway. But no, if you do a one-punch hit, you go to jail more than if someone just fought them and killed them in the end. Oh, sorry, I'm losing my track of thought because I'm getting pissed off. But yeah, so, right. moving on, let's move on because... <laughs> Wait, I think did you have something else to say, Will? Sorry. Uh no. Uh don't don't worry about it. Um No, speak up, mate. You, you were saying something about uh about lowering drinking age. Mm-hmm. How old were you the first time you got drunk? Hmm. Uh I got most of that out of my system early, early, either right at the brink of high school or right towards the end of it. How or old? before it, I mean. How old? Um, Hmm? How old? I've actually legitimately drunk probably like, well, it's probably a little later. I thought I was drinking early on. Uh, 16, maybe? Hmm. Somewhere around there? I was going to say, like, I I drunk a beer, maybe, at best, before I was 18. Had a sip of my dad's beer when I was younger. It wasn't until I was 18 when I was legally allowed. Actually, it was 17. When I was playing baseball and the the pub sponsored us, so was, they let me have a beer inside a pub, which is pretty much illegal, but yeah, I had a beer then. But when I hit 18 and I was legally, legally allowed to drink, guess what I went and done? Got myself hammered. Drunk about three or four beers, and I was fucked. <laughs> I, I threw up on it. it. It took me years to drink beer again, because you know it's like when you drink something that makes you sick. You can't oh, yeah, drink. Yeah, I've done that with Southern Comfort as well. But, um, yeah. I've done that with most liquors. <laughs> yeah, so, like, as soon as I was legally, legally allowed to drink, I freaking just went to the pub after baseball and drunk myself stupid. Threw up. And it. I just hated the taste of beer for years. It took me years to actually drink beer again. But once I did, yeah. trust me, once I got back in the beer, mmm, beer. <laughs> yeah. The, so. the first time, the first time I was ever properly drunk, I was thirteen, I believe. Mm. 
and I had a bottle of Dewar's and a coffee cup. <laughs> Classy. Was it coffee in the cup, or was it? Nope, just Dewar's. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then drank a bunch in high school and in college. I don't drink nearly as much as I used to, though. But yeah, thirteen's not a uh, not a good time to start. No, no, not I would, at all. I would agree. I don't know. When I hit twenty-one, that's when I really like just. I mean, high school wasn't that much anyway. But once I hit twenty-one, it was just like, meh. Well, I'm over it. I mean, there was a brief period, like when I was middle twenties, twenty-three, twenty-four, where I went through like a two-week binge where I just was drunk every single night. But I was watching a lot of Charles Bronson movies at that point, so it just kind of came with the territory for some reason. <laughs> the good old days. Mm-hmm. Thirty-six movies in thirty days. How many beers? <laughs> No, it was all it was Crown and Coke, uh, not mixed. I don't ever mix drinks. Uh, shots of Crown right out of the bottle, and then uh, a, a twenty-four four ounce can, uh, bottle of Coke next to me. And lines of Coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I never did Coke. I, I have allegedly uh, yeah, smoked a couple of things, but yeah, nothing hard like that. Crazy. And all of them were cocks. All of them were. Yeah, how do you know? You saw the video. <laughs> it was a compilation. It was a compilation, but you know. I like the background music. It was good. <laughs> Thanks. I wrote that myself. Casio keyboard. Speaking Goodbye. of music, I just want to throw this in quickly. I loved yeah. the, the Happy Pants Hour last week, mate. It was a perfect, perfect show to follow up from our show about Nirvana, and you're you're playing the the songs from. Kurt, and your thoughts on it. That was a great show. Well, thank you, sir. I yeah, appreciate it. I loved, I I loved your selection it, of songs. So, I just want to bring that up. So, might as well promote. The happy- I should correct myself, though, actually. Come on. Uh, I had I had, a, well, I had a friend of mine that, that listened to the show also, and we were talking about it. That, um, you know, you're right, was off of Sliver, the best of the box. Yep. Which it, and it's and it was also, I think I made mention that it was off the actual with the lights out box. But it's an acoustic boombox recording of it that's there. The actual version that I played is off of the Nirvana self-titled black um, like greatest hit, so to speak. And uh, I keep thinking I should go back and c- correct it. But I'm like, I'll just use this show as a soapbox to say, oops, I made a mistake. Make a mistake. And this is sort of like a segue. I'm going to read out an email from Tommy the Duck. Oh, and Courtney Love did, uh, didn't, well, it wasn't Nirvana that played it at the Unplugged. It was Courtney, Courtney Love played it, uh, a version of it. Uh, uh, I thought you were going to give me some good news and tell me she's dead. Uh, she's close. No, oh, well, if I could do it, I'd do it. My name is Killer Wilbur. <laughs> she's not a Wilbur. We, we, no, I'm just going to kill her. We just need to, uh, to get a fun set set up and you know one of these self-funded things you know start up a a fund and people kickstarter kickstarter thank you will that's what i was trying to think of kickstarter we start a (laughs) kickstarter up for me to you know we hit a target and i'll go killer anyway (laughs) allegedly allegedly it's a joke all right any authorities out there it's a joke kickstarter fucking yeah i'd do it with you man i'd I'll swim. I'll swim to America to do it. 
might take me two years to swim there, but I'll... Anyway. Oh, real quick. By the way, I just have to tell you, Will, one of my favorite things from your show ever was the story about getting uh, chicken and you, you with the gun. Oh, really? It's called that, fucking that's my, chicken. That's my favorite story. Come on, you're from the awful show. You gotta call it fucking chicken. Oh, I'm sorry, fucking chicken? <laughs> All right, speaking of awful show, one of the awful show fans from then and a fan of our show, Tommy the Duck. He sent us a nice email. So, I'm going to read this email right now. Anyway, he starts out by going, First of all, Killer, I was touched by your stories of your grandmother and everything she meant to you. I don't know what else to say, except I'm truly sorry for your loss. So, thank you for that part, Tommy. But, going on. As for your story of finding Nirvana and becoming a fan, well, I just had to comment. I had a very similar experience myself. As a fan of heavy metal, I basically shunned all forms of pop music and top 40 since I was about 13. But sometime in my senior year of college, I got my hands on an older CD by a band that I that had been found around for a very long time. Sorry, I've misread that, but anyway, much like you and Nirvana. I had never had anything good to say about this band. In brackets, he goes, pop garbage, chick music, etc. But giving the whole album a chance, my mind was changed and I recognised the true talent this band was possessed. I quickly went on to acquire all the other albums and they are now one of my favourite bands of all time. Right there next to Iron Maiden, Slayer and Slayer. I won't make it obvious, but I'm sure the two of you can figure the band out. Have a beautiful day, TTD. Tommy the Duck. But there's a. Are uh, you talking about LMAFO or LMFAO? I don't know. I was going to ask you, Joel. Can you work it out? Because I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, he's a, he's talking about LMFAO. Is That's he? his favorite group? Right. Oh, it's right next to uh, Iron me. Maiden and Slayer. Yeah, that's got to be Aqua. Aqua. Oh. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. <laughs> Throw another shrimp on the barbie. Ah, oh, there you go. Okay. It's called a prawn, but yeah, if you want to call it shrimp, that's fine. <laughs> but anyway. Do you have a show over there called Prawn Stars? No? No, no, no. We have a show called Porn Stars that we get from America, yeah. But the, Wait, what? that'd be... We have Porn Stars here. We get Porn Stars from America. But yes, I'm going to start going to see some... Uh, TV execs and say, I want to start a show up called Prawn Stars. Well, we just throw another shrimp on the barbie, mate. Would you be eating them? Catching them? Cooking them? What well, would be, all uh... of the above. We, oh, okay. We go out, catch them. Cook them. And then we eat them. So, that, wait, it's not like wouldn't you Wouldn't that make a great and, show? It's not like we own a shop and people come in and try and sell you prawns? Like, yeah. Hey, I've got this. I got this tiger prawn. I've got this baby prawn. I've got the, yeah. Well, I'll give you a hundred dollars. No, I want two hundred. No, sorry, it's a hundred. No, well, I'd watch that. It's just gonna sit on my shelf for six weeks, you know. <laughs> yeah, go off on my shelf. Oh, and then you'll have a. There'll be another show on on a uh, competing network called Hardcore Prawn, and they'll do the same. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. That, that's Detroit. copying me. Except it's about a uh, a band that's completely comprised of prawns that goes on tour 
Or yeah, probably be little t- tiny guitars and little tiny drum set. It'll probably be Tori and uh, Tori from Melbourne, seeing he's the only other Australian podcaster I know of. What any Australia? What are we talking about that for? Huh? I, I agree. So we'll have well, a competing show. A good I'll I'll do my show and Tori will do his down there, and we'll be competing shows. All this right. is a good time to uh, explain to Will. Speaking of horrible things that people say about Australia, with about their you know the throw another shrimp on the Barbie stereotype, we're trying to get Killer Wilba to speak in an American accent because he doesn't do accents very well. In case you hadn't noticed, um, okay. And so the goal is by the sometime in the near future to get him to be able to say, "I can't speak in an American accent," in an American accent. Yeah. So I've got to say, I can't speak in an American accent using. An American accent. So give him what you got so far, Killer, and then see if he has any tips yeah. for you. Well, can't speak in an American accent. <laughs> um, Help me out here, please. That was magic. Uh, <laughs> it's always magic with me, mate. You haven't learned that? <laughs> it it almost sounds like you're doing like a, uh, like a, trying to do a John Wayne delivery. Well, I can't do it. See, the difference is if I come over to America and hung around with some Americans, American, Mm -hmm. I'd probably pick it up more. But I live in Australia with Australians, so there's a lot of Australians, like, especially if they go back to the the mother country, UK, they come back speaking like English people from UK, you know, they they pick up the accent. There's certain Australian actors who go over to America and sort of pick up the American accent a lot don't my, uh, but, my yeah. mom's best friend has a really bizarre accent because she has a house here in Pennsylvania and she also has a um, uh, owns a farm in Australia so it's not that her accent's like a mix of American and Australian it's certain words have certain accents mm-hmm. and it's just bizarre to listen to but the other thing is, you have so many different accents over there for different yes. parts True. of America. Where here in Australia, you're pretty much... There is little bits of difference. Like if you go north, like Northern Territory, up Queensland, there's more the Crocodile Dundee accent, I'll call it, as you go north. But for the major cities like Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, all that, we all speak the same accent. But for America, it's it's different. Like if down in the south, you got the southern accent. See, I'm trying to do it, and I can't do it. <laughs> so I get it. I'm not getting embarrassed, but I I'm not going to attempt it because I know I can't fucking do it. But yeah. So what accent are you trying to get me to do, Joel? Anyway, I try to do. I should be practicing the southern accent. I think that's more uh, pronounced. More you you'll be able to get me to do it better, probably. Well, okay, here. Will, you've seen uh, Die Hard 3, right? Which one's 3? One with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Die, Not in the airport. Uh, let's see. It's Die Hard, Die Harder, and then... Die uh, Harder. Die Hard with a Vengeance. No, what is it, damn it? Die Hard with a Vengeance. Thank you. And you're the movie guy, and I've got that one. Jeez. Is it the... It's not the one in the... Ah, fuck. What is 3? It's one where that's they're blowing. They blow up the New York Stock Exchange, whatever it was, and 
ver, Samuel yeah, Jackson yeah, yeah. and Bruce fucking dickhead Willis. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. Now, there's a scene in that where um, the brilliant Jeremy Irons is uh, talking to... Uh, I don't remember. He's at the. He goes to the 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 bank or whatever the stock exchange. No, the uh, Fort, <laughs> like Fort Knox, whatever they. And he's talking, and he's got this real kind of American kind of America accent going on. America, and, and that's kind of what I'm hearing when Killa tried to do that this time. And I, I think I'm thinking that's maybe what we should go for. If you can think of what I'm talking America. about, you know what I'm talking about. Basically, gonna get at me, America. Which that sounds like uh, the Mandarin from Iron Man 3. <laughs> Don't ask me to try to do his accent after he gets fought, found out he's not. And when he does the Pommy accent, I'm not going to try. I was about to. not going to try it. I told you, I have one accent. It's called Australian. I'm pretty good at it. It's worked for me all my life. It works for me because I I'm a dirty, dirty boy, and I get certain people liking my voice. Mm, yeah, that was just I would for say the ladies. We have to change the way you speak forever, <laughs> just for fun. You know, like I do my Australian thing every show. I, Come on. I at some point I have to bust out the Australian. Come on, give me an Australian, please, Joe. Come on. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <clears throat> I'm a dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> That's easy. I'm a dirty, dirty boy. All right. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. You're, you're, not, you're not trying to do an accent. It sounds like you're just trying no. to match his inflection and tone. Oh. Your turn, Will. I, oh, I, I, I'm not even claiming that I can fucking do that. No, I'm saying you're a dirty, dirty boy. Because <laughs> I know you are. Dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> it doesn't it sounds like it doesn't it doesn't work for some reason it's not doing anything for me <clears throat> hold on throw another shrimp on the barbie eh Copper. down here Copper. didgeridoos <laughs> wallabies oh. got my truck you, stuck in the mud like a, speaking of didgeridoos you're like 1930s gangster <laughs> I gotta do <laughs> this here, see? <laughs> speaking of didgeridoos we gotta do this cause it's usually at every show that's the sound Killer Wilbur's penis makes when he waves it around in a it's, circle. It's a part of the show. Every show's got to have that in it. It sounds like a didgeridoo. Um, I watched Anchorman 2 yesterday. and there's, It's fantastic. Did you see the Australian actor in it, Josh, Josh Lawson? Who's he, that? He's the guy that owns the network, uh, G and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, an action, he's Australian. He's a pretty good actor and followed him for a bit but yeah he had actually had to play up the Australian accent more than normal to do that role and carry on so yeah so if you watch that and think that's what Australians speak like it's not <laughs> you had to really do the old like throw a shrimp on the barbie mate and all that sort of shit just to just for the movie so did, did you like it then? oh fucking hell if I liked it I um, obtained it, all right. If you know what I mean by obtained it. Okay. Yeah. So, but I'd like to see the um, the other version of it, where they, off the the Blu-ray or the DVD, where they do another version of the show with all their other jokes and stuff. So, they reckon it's a completely different movie. Well, not completely well, different. Three, I bought the uh, the Blu-ray DVD 
combo thing because well the blu-ray whatever because it was actually cheaper here than the dvd was but uh it's got three different versions on it's got their theater theatrical the re-release theatrical with the 573 new jokes or whatever mm-hmm. and then the unrated um which i already owned the anchorman special edition that had the uh, unrated and then it had the I don't know if you've seen it, but the the Wake Up Ron Burgundy where they had enough extra footage that they just made an entirely second movie. So they made yeah. a second movie. Which yeah, that's, made, what, that's what I was talking similar about. Similar plot, but... Yeah, I've heard they've made a completely different movie with same plot. But, no. Because I obtain my movies, I don't get this. I'm looking for that <laughs> other version on those certain sources where I obtain... And once again, when I'm saying obtain, I'm doing actually the quotation marks with my hands. Because we can't say what I actually right, do, you, because it's illegal. But you get your stuff off Netflix. I mean, yeah, Ozflix. Like, sometimes, hey, allegedly, Dingoflix. Sometimes movies just kind of show up. Yeah, they just drive. popped on my computer without me knowing. Sorry, officer, yeah. didn't know that happened. It was just there. Um, I'm not going to waste, you know, something that just <laughs> shut up. Well, why shouldn't I watch it? You know, stupid roommate. All right, you got Wait, some questions. I want to hear what Will thought. Did you see it? Will Will Farrell? I did not. No, um, I would like to though. You share his name, Will. Well, D- Dumb and Dumber is my favorite for stupid comedies. Nah. Anchorman is right there, neck and neck. And Anchorman Two, after the initial viewings, it's really close. Wow, I've heard. I've heard. Good things. I haven't heard someone say that it was uh, that close to Anchorman One. It's it's good. It's well, it's not like um, Hangover movie where it's the same one and two. They have like similar bits, like the ending with the fight and that. Holy crap! Spoilers. The fight was amazing. That was like it just came out of the blue. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, it's worth watching. It's funny. You just. You put it on and have fun. It's it's not going to be a serious movie, so why expect anything serious to come out of it? You just enjoy it. It's one of those movies you sit back and watch. Like most Will Ferrell movies, it's like Talladega Nights. Like, yeah, so much bullshit in that, you know. Oh, that wouldn't happen, that wouldn't happen. Why, why worry about the... Oh, well, that's not really would happen. Sit back and enjoy it. It's fun. Too much serious stuff happens in life, so sit back and enjoy a silly movie sometimes. What's that, Will? Is it as good as uh, Dirty Work with Norm MacDonald? Oh, really? You and and Charlie. What is going on? Who's this Charlie you talk about? For real, though, that that is one of my favorite movies. Really? Yeah. Wow, we're so that different. And and Point Break. Oh, point Dude. Break. You're gonna shoot your gun up in the air and go ah. Yeah, and yes. finish the movie off in Australia, which wasn't actually filmed in Australia. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, you uh, your gun. Oh, you brought up guns there, Joel. We know we've got a gun yeah. gun friend. Well, we we've been waiting for some gun talk because I know a lot of gun talk goes on in Max and Jinx. What's your latest weapon you got there, Will? Uh, I haven't bought a gun in a little while. The last one I bought was a uh, 
was it Kimber Ultra Carry 2? <laughs> I don't know what that it's, means. It's, <laughs> Neither do I, Joe. <laughs> I just knew if we got Casbill you know on, hey, there'd be you, Gantor. Do you know what a 1911 is? Nope. Um, no. A, if someone says a 45 and you think I think semi-auto handgun 45 I think of Clint Eastwood that's a 44 Magnum oh that's the I think of John, John I think of Chag and Fat <laughs> what? so what the the 1911 was a uh, or is a handgun that 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 was used as a uh U.S. issue sidearm. Uh, very old school. It's called a 1911 because it was first released in 1911. 1911. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and it is an incredibly well-designed gun uh, by uh, John Moses Browning. And the, the Ultra Carry 2 is a trimmed down version of that. So instead of having a five inch barrel, it has a three inch barrel. It's got sh a shorter grip, so it's uh, much more easy to carry and it's much more concealable. Is it specifically designed for the new conceal and carry laws that are going all over the place? Um, I mean, that's it's yeah, it's designed for conceal carry. Okay. Use Americans are crazy. Why do you have that? You don't have that over there, do you, Killer? No, guns are illegal. That's what I thought. Australia is 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 fascinating with what they do with guns. But do you understand? We we'll, we have uh, legal like you can own like shotguns and that, but they're going to be oh, yeah, stored and blah blah blah. But we have a shooting every night because the criminals walk around with handguns shooting people, and yep. it's all drug related or you know gang related, not gangs like you think of in America, like but like. Bikey gangs or drug-related gangs. I think West Side gangs, Story, but with kangaroos in them. Yeah, yeah, well, kangaroos are armed, mate. <laughs> kangaroos. They hide them in their <laughs> pouch. They can bounce around the streets. No one can see the gun. It's and all of a sudden they just pull this gun out of their fucking pouch and you know, fuck you, motherfucker. Mate. They shoot the drop bears. <laughs> When you're a bear, you're a bear all the way from your first cigarette. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So what were you going to say about that, Will, though? You said the gun laws are weird. What were you saying? Oh, no. Um, my my Like I said, my mom's best friend uh, lives half the year in Australia. And she has, she has a couple shotguns um, because she has a farm and she sometimes has to use them to get yeah. shit away from the cows. Yeah. Exactly. Um, That's why they're allowed to have them, just to get rid of the ferals. Like, whatever, yeah. if it's fucking dingoes or foxes or... or. She uh, she was talking about shooting a uh, a black snake that was coming up <sighs> onto her porch. Fucking pussy. You don't shoot snakes. <laughs> you pick them up and have a, you know, hey, you going, mate? Nice to see you, you know. Don't be scared of snakes. Not like me um, when I get a freaking huntsman spider in my house and I freak out and I fucking have to kill him, which I've had three in the last two weeks. And huntsman spiders are not venomous or not harmful, but they're ugly looking fucking things. Should have seen what went on the last couple of weeks in this house. A few huntsman spiders come in and they die. Die. Get out of my house. I thought I was going to have to sell my Jeep uh, a couple of days ago. You bought a Jeep? Uh, <laughs> He's had a Jeep. I uh, 
I was driving to work, and this I see this thing out of the corner of my eye, and it's a spider going down on a web from my the ceiling down onto the dash. Spiders usually use webs, you know. I've seen Spider Man, so. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, I reach for something to to smash it with, and. I grab an empty pack of gum and I go to, to smash it and it just crawls inside of my dashboard. Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking smart ass like, little fucks. Yeah, like, ah, well, looks like I gotta sell this thing. <laughs> yep. It's disappeared. I don't want to drive this anymore. Right. And I can't see it and it's not out of sight, out of mind. Yep. Now I'm all itchy. I'm convinced that there's like a million spiders crawling on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're gonna come crawling out of the dash in, in force someday. Uh, this is like I are gonna veer off the road. I used to drive was, a work van, and it's back in the days when I spoke to my brother Porch Simon. But we're driving to work in this work van, and I put down the visor, sun visor. All of a sudden, there's a fucking huntsman spider on it, and he's he's pretty good. He's he's a bit like um Steve Irwin, like ooh, crack, you know. Where I'm like, oh fuck. And it's sort of like um, Steve Irwin. Yeah, he, he's dead. Don't, um, I don't want to wish that on him, but maybe yes, with what's gone on. But anyway, um, so I freak the fuck out. I'm driving the fucking van. He sees, and I'm like, I turn the corner, make sure I keep myself calm. I'm sitting there freaking out, turn the corner. I just literally jump out the door, park the fucking van, jump out the door, and yeah, you take care of it. He realized how fucking, like, it's like, I could have freaked out and fucking drove us into a fucking telegraph pole, or a pole. And I'm like, I'm just, alright, I'll just turn the corner, alright. Open the door and fucking freak. I hate spiders. Huntsman spiders are the worst. <laughs> the irony oh, is, I have a spider tattoo on my arm. It's a redback spider. One of the, well, they're not ultimately venomous spiders, but. They can still hurt you, but... Does it freak you out? Do you, you like, see it out of like, the corner of your eye and, like, think you have a spider crawling on you? Yeah. <laughs> I've been... You, like, swat your arm when you wake up? I've been all jumpy the last couple of days because we've had a couple of spiders in here. So, we had, um... Donna went and grabbed the ironing board from her sister's place down the road and brought it up here and it was sitting against the wall. And she went to get using it and realised there's a huntsman spider sitting underneath with babies. Egg, egg oh. sack, and she calls me, she's Graham. Just I'm like, fucking, uh, where's the spray? I was gonna get the fry, fly spray, <laughs> you know, the insect spray. And she goes, well, take it outside. I said, you're fucking taking it outside. I'm not touching the fucking thing. And I'm like, all getting freaky. We put it outside and start spraying, and there's like a hundred little babies going everywhere, and the mother run off. So we thought, yeah, we got rid of it. The following morning, like Donna leaves before me. She sends me a text. She goes, there's a spider in the hallway above, the, you know, kill it, <laughs> kill it. So when I wake up, check my text, and then I look up the hallway, and there's the fucking spider. So I try to kill this thing. I grab my little stick I've got in the the bathroom for um, protective issues if someone comes to the door. But um, <laughs> uh, so I started trying to freaking poke this spider. It falls. It's going everywhere. I couldn't get this bastard. Then it run away and then... I finally got it got on the wall and got my thong out. And I'm not talking about a G-string. I'm talking about a thong, <laughs> Australian-wise. What you call them? Flip-flops. 
So I've got this thing, it sat there and I went, die, motherfucker. Yep. Sexy time, killer kill Wilbur and spiders. It's fucking dead, Old mate. Look, I've got rules. Look, they want to live outside, that's fine. You come into my house, you die. Don't fuck with me. So he's got this stick in his bathroom. And anybody breaks into his place, actually, like, it's back a, I'll give you dysentery. It's a golf club, actually. <laughs> I was just going with a stick. That's even just, better. Yeah, it's the nine iron. Oh, cheap. You know bad? A yeah. golf club is a really, really All right. horrible home. Do you want, home do you want me to tell you another story with the Huntsman Spiders? I have Wait, this... let him finish his thought. Sorry. This yeah, is my was, show, isn't it? pretty much it. Oh. All right, I'll give you another another spider story. I have this uh, a flag for my football team, the Bulldogs, Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, rock. Um, I put it outside on our balcony. I was hanging it up, but the wind blew it down and ended up falling downstairs. It ended up falling into a tree down next to the the place where I live, and it was there. I'm like, oh, I'll get it soon enough. Noticed it was on the ground like a week later, so I picked the flag up. Saw it's on the ground, bring it up, stairs, and I come up, and Donna's sister was here, Star, and I went, yeah, I got my flag, and then walked into Donna in, into this room where I am recording, and I got the flag, I walked back in the lounge room, all of a sudden there's a fucking spider in it, it was a huntsman, I'd been carrying this thing up three flights of stairs, <laughs> yeah, I hate spiders, man. You're lucky you didn't fall down and break your neck. I fucking, yes, <laughs> but these... The funny thing is, these spiders don't hurt you. It's not like a funnel web or a fucking redback or a fucking shark or, you know what I mean? These things won't hurt you, but they're ugly spiders. I hate them. I carried this flag, like my little flag up here, and it'd been in my arms all the way. As soon as I fucking saw it, I freaked the fuck out. Yes, I'm I'm putting myself as, you know, I'm supposed to be this tough Aussie, you know, I'll fight a, you know, Killer Wilbur can survive in here. Australia because, you know, no, I'm a pussy. <laughs> no, actually. For I'm, as much as you hate spiders you, spiders, you definitely live in the wrong country. Yeah, well, I will go check out my YouTube channel. See the funnel web. One of the most deadliest spiders in the world. I've had two of them crawl under my feet when I used to live with my parents. I'm not as scared as the funnel web as I am of the huntsman. And the huntsman's not the deadly one. They're ugly and ooh. ooh. Why do you have a tattoo then of a spider if you don't like them? I don't know. I thought it was cool. Redbacks. Redbacks are cool. They bite. They only kill young children and old people. Their venom's not that strong. <laughs> if you they get bitten when you're them. young, you might die. But yeah, redbacks are not not that bad. I don't mind a redback. The old saying is you find a redback on your toilet, but that's when you have an outhouse. You know, the toilets that sit outside. I just looked up the Huntsman Spider and holy, holy crap. Yeah? You getting my... You understand understanding now, Joel? Good Lord and sweet baby. No, 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 no. They're That's big. Bad. They fucking get big. They're harm, harmless. I mean, you get bitten, you might get a bit itchy from their bite, but... And they don't attack. Oh, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> They're ugly and... That's not okay. No. It's not they look okay. They like the... Uh, God damn it. They look like nightmares. They look like the spider from... Uh, they look like David Arquette. From, Ar- from um, 
The movie? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. That's New Zealand. I was thinking David Arquette running away from him. Now you get my understanding why they freaked the fuck out of me? Yes. Yeah. And they're harmless. Give me a funnel web any day. I know how to deal with funnel webs, even though they could kill me. I fucking know how to deal with them. They just rear up and want to bite you. You just get a glass and put it over the top of them. Caught you. Fucking huntsmen's run around the wall. Like you try to kill them, they just fucking dance and run. <laughs> all right, enough spider talk. I'm all fucking jumpy at the moment. I'm looking around the room, making sure there's none here. Well, you just ruined my chance of sleeping tonight. No, I don't know. The image of him dancing is kind of fun. When I say dancing, I mean. You guys, you guys are both funny. Ah, uh, that's hysterical. I, I used to, I used to have a thing against spiders, but um, that's creepy. Uh, I um, recently, having had, I, I, my least favorite insect is roaches. I hate them with a passion. But um, recently, living in a house and having uh, issues with, there's box elder bugs everywhere. They're harmless, but I hate them the spiders eat everything else. So I'm okay with the spiders in the house. As long as they, you know, stay away from me, we're good. We're cool. Um, but the rule is if they come in the house, they are liable to be killed. That's so my rule too. You live outside. That's it. You're safe. That's your domain. You're that's yeah, you're good. Do what you want. But you come in my house, you don't get a free pass unless then most, but spiders in the basement. Yeah, they get a pass. They can, or up in the attic. Yeah, well, it's gotta be in the attic. It wouldn't be an attic if you don't have spiders. Mm. They're eating whatever's up there, so oh, yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> anyway. All right. You got some questions there, Joe? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I've, <clears throat> I've got one specifically for Will, just because yeah. I, I know he's a, a tall feller. Um, I just wondered how many times a day does someone ask you how the weather is up there? Oh, dude. Um, how many times a day? Yeah, a day. At least once. Um and I I'm not I'm not exaggerating. I'd fucking at, at hit least him. once. I'd fucking smack him. How tall how tall are you, Will? Six about six nine. Six nine. Oh I'm six one. See what I mean? I'm six one and skinny, so because 'cause I'm skinny I look taller than I am, but I'm six one. I'm I'm and skinny, so I look taller than I really am, but yeah. I cop that like you're I'm tall, six nine, and, and a fat dude. Fucking so there's a lot huge, of huge man. I'm not talking about your weight. I'm talking about your so- like height. <laughs> you're talking about Fuck my penis. Six nine. Yeah. Well. Yeah, buddy. Wait, did did anybody though like at any point ever say, "Do you play basketball?" Oh, dude, just as much as how's the weather up there. Yeah, I cop that too, and I'm only six one. I'm like, yeah. Well, if I I, I, I it, played basketball, I'd be short in basketball at six one. I get that I get that shit so much that it's just like canned responses. It it, it doesn't even yeah phase me anymore. Come beyond it. And uh, it was weird. Like a friend of a friend of mine was hanging out with me like all day one day. He was like, "That is the sixteenth person to ask you how tall you are." I'm like, yep. He's like, "It's happened a lot today." I'm like, "Not really. No, this is pretty normal." That that would drive me nuts. I mean, I can't imagine being that tall anyway because I'm only five eleven. I'm I'm good with that. But you're short. You're a little short. I mean, just being a big dude 
in general, I mean, it's just got to be harder. I mean, just just all the way around, I would think. Six nine is is tall. That's tall. So you're just doing it to him. You just, I, I just I, I, I can't imagine. That's all. It's just hard for me to imagine it, being that it's, much higher. It's not like one day I just woke up and I was like, "Holy fuck! What the hell happened?" I'm six foot nine. Right. I I've been tall all my goddamn life. I mean, I was I was four feet tall when I was four years old. Fuck. Wait, back up, back the truck up. What'd you just say? Beep beep beep. Backing the truck up. Thank you. When I was four, like right before I turned five, I was four feet tall. See, okay. Anti-midget. My my daughter, who's 11, is just, she's she's four foot eight. And she's tall for her age, like in Mm -hmm. sort of grand scheme of things. So that's, that's crazy. I hit five, nine when I was, shit. When I was, how old are you in fifth grade? Eleven. Uh, yeah, around there. Yeah. We'll, we'll ask year, year, year five. That wouldn't work. But yeah, that's that's insane. Because I I passed my mom because my, my mom is five nine, so I passed her in height when I was in fifth grade. <laughs> what steroids? My dad what they feed you? Six two when I was in seventh grade, or yeah, seventh grade. Did you just sit at home and stand in freaking fertilizer to make you grow higher? I what did they feed me? They fed me everything. Fuck man, it's like with me. Like <laughs> I was, I was the shortest. Like I'm still skinny. Like I don't know if you've seen pics of me. Like I'm still skinny ass, but I was shortest. I was short as like anything, and I hit sixteen, and that's when I was working in the coffin factory. All of a sudden, I was a late bloomer. My voice changed. All of a sudden, I just went bang, and I grew tall. Like it was like someone just put fertilizer at my feet and just grew. So I grew to only Wait. six one. So I, I've got nothing on you, but yeah, I was short. I, that's why I used to get picked on, picked on at school. But yeah, I was a short, skinny bloke at school. Got to sixteen, seventeen. All of a sudden, I just boom started getting taller. I didn't stop growing till I was about twenty eight. Yeah, I was in I was in so much like all through middle school because I was growing so fast. Mm. I was in a lot of pain constantly. Mm. Well, I have the I have those problems like with my knees, my hip. Well, yeah, my well, my, yeah, my hip that's hurts because I fell downstairs and broke it. But yeah, that's another story. My neck hurts also because I fell down <coughs> fell down some stairs and broke my neck. But that's just another story. But yeah, you're not you're not good at gravity. Gravity, it's a good movie. Well, it's it's the opposite there, so yeah, yeah. it's harder. I wish uh, I fell up the stairs, not down them. But yeah. Plus, if you tried to walk downstairs that are based on the metric system, it's messed up. Um, so I, going back to you're talking about being tall. Uh, where I, for some reason I always picture tall people coming from like my area, from the Midwest, like Nebraska or Missouri. But you're are you born and raised in in Philadelphia or Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah, I. Uh... I've always lived within, I don't know, for sake of argument, we'll just call it within an hour of Philly. Mm. I don't seem to associate tall with... I don't associate tall with Philadelphia. Sorry, I just got to add... It's 
the lights don't work in this room. And mm. I said I had a stink land on my face. And Ooh. The shit. <laughs> Better than a spider. Nice. A huntsman nice spider. I'd, if you had a huntsman spider land on your face, you'd be freaking the fuck out, I reckon. I would, I would right, fucking I... off myself. <laughs> He'd start shooting. I have a, Okay, pow, another pow, pow, pow. All right. You're in Pennsylvania. You're in Australia. I'm in Illinois currently. Big thing in Hawaii, and something I ate when I was a kid, and I recently have been wanting to eat again just to see what it is still like. How do you guys feel about spam and not the stuff that comes in your mailbox? I haven't, well, eat, I haven't eaten in years, but yeah, it was one of those things that we had as kids. You know, money's not good, you know, parents bought spam. I actually like it. I was thinking about trying trying it again, buying a, a pack. Summary, I don't know what came up. I saw something the other day. I'm like, yeah, I should buy some Spam. Didn't mind it. Bit slimy, but yeah. What? Spam some... and eggs. Spam and Where'd eggs. Yeah? Yeah. I can imagine Spam, though, in Australia is probably like $60 a can, isn't it? No, nah, it's cheap shit. That's why we used to have it as kids. I don't know. I haven't seen what the price is these days. But I'm Australian. I just go and get my own meals. I just grab a crocodile and cut it up and eat crocodile for a freaking meal. Is that how that works? Yeah, and I just just, just swim in the ocean and grab a shark and cut him up and I'll have fish for dinner. You grab a shark, just take a bite out of his fin and let him go? No, uh, no I chop his head off before he can bite me <laughs> and I'll freaking chop no, his no, body no. up and we've got fish fillets for dinner. See, I'm going to do an Australian accent better than an American. So, so then, Will, do you eat it on a regular basis? Um, when I was when I was uh, <laughs> when I was living with my buddy Josh, that was something that we would always buy when we would grocery shop. That was like one of the things I don't know because it's a it's a really cheap meal, and it's surprisingly filling. Well, so is semen, but I'm not going to eat it. I'm I mean, saying, and well, that's like where a, you and I differ. What? <laughs> on a regular basis, I mean, you know, like maybe every once in a while. That's not true. But I, I don't know. I haven't had it since I was like, it's probably been late teens or early 20s, maybe. So I saw it on the story the other day. Thin, slice up real really? thin, throw it in a pan, and get it, get it nice and crispy. See, I've never done that. When I always ate it, I, you know, slurped it out of the can. Like, you know, plops on the plate. And then I would just heat up the whole thing and then just, like, have some ketchup on the side and just, like, you know, get a fork and, like, take some off, dip it in the ketchup, stick it in my face, masticate it. Fork you. Yeah. It was always really salty and tasty. and (laughs) Like semen. Exactly. It was a little rich, though, but, you know. So I'll have to try that. So crisp it up in a pan, thin slices. Definitely. And uh, uh, cook up some eggs. That's a great, great combo. This is why I love doing this show, because every show is a, just a different show. We go from one show to the next, and nothing's ever the same. But this one's been a little all over the map. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, oh. because this one has been probably, no offense to any other show, but this one of the fun shows I've done. Not sticking to any. Oh, thanks, buddy. Oh, yeah. 
love to have you back sometime. I don't worry. Once you're on the bench, you're um, liable to come back any time. We might just call you out sometime when we need you. All right. Yeah, keep an eye on your your texts or your Twitter, whatever we we need to contact you. But yeah. But I'm thinking it's time to wrap the show up. Gotcha. I've got things to do. <laughs> Sorry. I know uh, Joel's got yeah, more, more ink. I know Joel's got to get back to his two sick children. You've got something to do. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I do. I've got to edit the show and put it up online. Plus, go take go see my, uh, my partner who's a bit upset. But yes. All right. Well, Will. real quick. No, well, if you got week. something, go on. Oh, no, I was going to say next week. We have tentatively, yes, maybe. Maybe. Well, the guest call her out because she listens to the show. Jackie, you're going to come on next week? If you don't hear from me, contact me. We've got a spot open. She's, she's our intro voice. Get you on, Jackie. I like Jackie. how you're calling her out on the show. Why not? <laughs> I know she listens every week. I got comment from her that she enjoys the show and look for, looks forward to it every week. So, Jackie... If you haven't heard from me, make sure you contact me. I should have just pretended that I listened to your show. Prepared. Yeah, you should have pretended. I mean, <laughs> at least pretend, mate. It's you know? all right. We don't care. I don't, if you I, listen, I'm, you don't. We're not, we're not that sort of people. Podcast much. It's like, whatever. You, you've you got your own podcast you want to listen to, that's fine. We're not one of those people who well, you got to listen. It's fine. If you don't listen, you don't listen. But there's some shows you should listen to. You should check out the, the show we, with the mic. That was a great show. And you should listen to last week's show because that was a pretty personal. And, uh, yeah, anyway, I'll stop there. But Will does a show. We should talk. We should yeah, well, I was about to set that all that up as we're ending the show. I was going <laughs> to say, well, the show's ending. So, because, Will, we know you do another show. It's with some sure. dickhead. Buddy, sure pain is, in yeah. the ass. Freaking bitch. Anyway, sorry. Holy, Love you, Charlie. No, I'm just giving you as much <laughs> shit he used to give me when I called into the freaking unitards. Anyway, I love you, Charlie. Anyway, go on, Will. So, uh, Charlie and or Tim and I do a, uh, do a show called Max and Jinx Friends Forever. You can find it on iTunes if you search uh, Max and Jinx Friends Forever. It'll pop right up. <laughs> yeah, just type Max um, and Jinx, you'll find it. <laughs> also, uh, we got a uh, a Twitter, and that's at Max and Jinx. It's not very active since we just do uh, a show a week, and over the last couple of weeks, we've had some a lot of complications getting in the way of doing a show. Yeah, it's because of Charlie. He's a pain in the ass. Well, partly Sorry. my fault. No, 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 but, uh, no, no, no. Blame Charlie. <laughs> or Tim. Whatever name he wants to go with. Sorry. I just like giving him shit. He's always giving me shit, so it's payback time. <laughs> it's great, because he's not here, so we can't... Yeah, uh, no. Well, he will be here. Do, uh, Eventually, we'll have him on. Nice. But yeah, it would, uh, it's the two of us, we talk about guns, random crap as guns, well. Guns, guns, and guns. I mean, that's not all we do. <laughs> Our last episode was pretty gun-heavy, but, I mean, that's not all we do. 
Okay. All okay. right. You know, the cling, cling, bang, bang show. Pow, pow, pow. All right. Joe. about other stuff like Jeeps and. Ah, yeah, Jeeps. Well, stuff. I bought a Jeep. Yeah. The Jeep salesman there. Joe, <laughs> what shows do I... you do? Come on. We all know uh, what I you do. I do two other shows. Yes. Tell me about your shows. Oh, yeah, oh, baby. We said we're going to keep that to a minimum. <laughs> Too bad. The bromance. Um, yeah, I do two other shows. Uh, the first one being 40 Going on 14 with my uh, college, former college roommates and dear friends of 20 years, Josh, Pat, and Mike. It's a weekly nostalgia cast where we talk about things uh, kind of then and now, compare, contrast, talk about getting older, and all the joking that goes along with it. Uh, this last week, we did a show on WWE, which I know nothing about, but uh, it was fun anyway. And this next week, we're going to be doing a show entirely about Sigourney Weaver. Um, by the time this show comes out, that one probably won't be out yet, so I just let the cat out of the bag early, but yeah, whatever. Um then I do another show called The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. That's pants with a K, K-P-A-N-T-S. Thank you, Chris Elliott. I stole that from you. Um, it's my weekly show where I talk about myself and things that I like to talk about. And I play music, six songs a week, usually from independent bands. But the last, last several weeks have been kind of focused. The last show is a definite listen to if you're a Nirvana fan. It's a good yeah, follow-up to our, last, our show from last week. It's a good match for what we were talking about about Kurt and definitely I recommend you go listen to that show because even though Joel talked about a couple of things we talked about in this show but yeah he got into a bit more more in depth about Nirvana and, and played some great music that you would never have heard of so I recommend I loved it and you could have okay. done a show with freaking 20 songs on it and still played 20 songs that people will have never heard of. You <laughs> now that's I mean. a challenge. But you know what I mean. From yeah. People have heard Nirvana. They wouldn't have heard a lot of the real Nirvana. So, well, we went into that last week and, and stuff like that. Um, okay, so this is the Coffin Joe cast. You can email us at coffinjoecast at gmail.com. Thank you for Tommy and then for emailing this week and if you would like to do so that's the email address as I said just say good day, like Nan did that's fine tonight, today whatever time you are at I'm going to leave you with a Greenspoon song this week it's called Chemical Heart so thanks for joining us Will yeah thanks for having me on guys oh, definitely um, more than welcome back soon when we go through our list our list of people um what real quick what if you'd like to be a co-host on this show and you're not been propositioned by us directly which happens a lot um then i recommend you send us an email and we'll get you in the rotation even if you're not a podcaster if you've got a mic and some spare time all you need is a microphone we don't care if you've been part of podcasting or not if you You don't even need two turntables and a microphone because that's not where it's at all the time but yes if you're willing to talk, I have something to talk about. You like the show, whatever. You can. You've got the ability to get on Skype and talk with us. We'd love to have you on. We like listening to anybody that wants to join us. So that's the show for this week. 
Thanks for joining us again, Will. I'll say it again, but yeah. Another Thank fun you. show. Yep. Alright, guys. That's been the Coffin Joe cast, and here's some Greenspoon, Australian band, and it's Chemical Heart. Oi! Somebody to hold 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.